Ferliordian welcome. Yes, a true Ferliordian welcome. Welcome to Voices of the Old Ones. I'm Janky, and I'm joined by my co-host Gomez. Hello, that's me. And today we have a very special guest on. Hello to Mr. Sean Main. Hello, nice to be here. Thanks. Thank you so much for coming. Uh, we yeah, really indeed, thank you. <laughs> our, our 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 little podcast. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. <laughs> um, so, uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Sean Main uh, works at Riot as the uh, is your official title principal designer, correct? Principal game designer. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, first of all, I guess the the the, the most important question to ask is, uh, what does that entail? What does a day in the life of Sean Main look like? <laughs> um so uh that's that's an interesting question um so so for principle is just kind of a matter of level um but i had been for a long time operating as the uh, lead set designer so i was kind of overseeing the work there right. about six months ago eight months ago i've lost all sense of time here in in the pandemic <laughs> yeah. i'm sure most uh, of us have in this time <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly i'm sure a lot, a lot of people can relate to that but i uh, i switched over and so now i've been working more uh, on labs and so uh, particularly lab of legends has been something that's been a huge project here that uh, we've uh, dedicated a lot of my time to a couple other designers as well. And Labs is interesting because it's largely like a little R&D studio almost within the wider game of lore. Uh, so there's a lot more experimentation we get to do. There's a lot more like working, b flying by the seat of our pants with a, a small mm -hmm. team that has, you know, the artists right there and the engineers right there, uh, rather than kind of the massive production line that um, SEPT actually is. Yeah, as I said, you've done a fantastic job. Like, even oh, like, obviously, obviously, we'll be talking about Lab of Legends quite a bit because that's like the main uh, thing. But even just labs in general, like the design that goes into them and what you actually give as a different way of playing is just so nice and varied because it varies up. Because it's a nice little thing to do. Like, if you've been on the ladder for a long time and like, let's face it, sometimes you can get tilted or anything like that. It's just a nice thing just to go in and play the game in a different way and kind of clear the mind space. <laughs> so. Yeah, I think uh, card games generally are great because the cards are so flexible as game pieces. And so you can like set parameters a little bit differently and suddenly you have this whole different, you know, experience using those same, you know, essential components but I, very much it was it was conceptualized that labs would be this chance for us to really test things and not just um, not just do kind of game modes for the sake of game modes, although I think we've done a bunch of fun ones in that regard, yeah. but kind of um, do some experimentation and test things that might be a little bit longer term, might be like new mechanics for sets or, or things like Lab of Legends that are, you know, um, have found some footing and might stick around a little longer. And obviously, one of the, the big ones that you've done, like that you've experimented with a few times now, started obviously against the Noxian army, is like <laughs> duos, the ability of two mm -hmm. players playing together. And then like a, as it went on slowly but surely, you've got it so that it's actually two people versus two people. And so a lot of experimentation looks like you guys have put into this. Now, I will say, you don't have to answer this if you can't answer this. But okay. is this... Is this like maybe gonna be a new game mode in the future in terms of duo mode, like duo ranked mode or duo just duo queue mode in general. So I think the the thing I can say is yes. that <laughs> we are very interested in social, uh, like collaborative spaces. Uh, players have uh, consistently said it's something that they want to see. I, I was. Um, suspicious of how, how we would be able to do it with our with our game uh, when, when people first started talking about it. But we've done all these different experiments in that uh, vein, and uh, certainly the space of collaborative experiences where you are playing with someone rather than against someone. You know, I can bring a friend in and, like, you know, it doesn't have to be I'm playing against them and we're antagonistic. Um, that That's a space that we are we are dedicated to. So exactly what form it'll take in the long term, I think, you know, we've been running a lot of different experiments, obviously, yes. but um, uh, that that part, we're, we're excited to continue. Well, the, the very nice thing you did about the recent one was that you allowed um, people to obviously put in their decks, and then each person could play either person's decks. Like, mm -hmm. like, so, mm -hmm. if, so that 
kind of also just like help the new the new player experience as well. Because say somebody who's been like a an old school like a bit been been here since like a beta or whatnot, and they've, <laughs> they've convinced them they've rolled their friend out, come on, you gotta try this game. It's an amazing game, but they don't have the cards. And then to be like, uh-huh. let's jump into this mode because at least then you can try my decks that I know. Like a, I've got most of my collect. I've got like most of all, all of my collections. Face it, if you're in beta, you've got all your collection. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> so. You can try out the. And that was actually a really nice thing that you guys like added in as a, a thing, like being able to use each other. Yeah. Like, oh no! Please go ahead. Oh yeah, I was about to say. Uh, speaking from um, from like personal experience, uh, I have since the existence of duos managed to lure uh, four four <laughs> oh. of my, four of my close friends into Legends of Runeterra. And uh, very they, nice because their their big thing was I don't have a collection. I was like, you don't need one. You can just use mine. Because <laughs> uh, uh, one of my friends, I'll try. I'll, I'll leave names out. Uh, one of my friends, they um, they they started playing the game a while ago, uh, and like you said, the experience was like pretty antagonistic. We were playing against each other. Mm-hmm. I had been playing for like two more months than him, and he just didn't feel motivated to build a collection. And he mentioned that when he saw the trailer for Targon, that Celestials looked cool, and. Um, I told him that there was a re- like there's a good celestial deck in the meta, dragons being kind of a celestial deck. Uh, and does he want to try out the deck? And and now he's hooked. He's uh, he's just broken into <laughs> platinum one, and he is talking about trying to compete for seasonals next next time around. We wish wow, him luck. Awesome. <laughs> yes, yeah, mysterious yeah. friend of yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he knows. Who I he is. I assume you're not naming him because he's a celebrity, and that would be yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm 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 <laughs> I'm not naming him because he likes to be a chameleon <laughs> on the internet, but. Um, it was um, it was Brad Pitt, right? Yeah, yeah. Was, um, <laughs> my good friend Tom Hiddleston, uh, exactly. and three other celebrities. Yeah. Um. So yeah, yeah. I totally agree with you. I think that like, um, card games. You know, we we have a game that is pretty complex and can be tricky to teach. And like, if you want to get in and like, yeah, directly experience it with another person before you had to be antagonistic, and now just yeah, that notion that like bring in someone new and you can share the experience and like, you know, kind of coach them through or give them decks exactly like you're talking about is I, I totally agree with you. Something that's really special about uh, social modes. The thing about uh, card games on, on the whole, and we, we have all been playing card games for a very, very long time. Uh, <laughs> I, I assume I would like to mention your, your past work, your, your previous employment. Uh, I think that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, so you used to work for wizards of the coast. Is that right? Lead mm-hmm. designer on conspiracy. Uh, if, let me, am I getting this right? Conspiracy battle bond. <laughs> yep. uh, Return to Ravnica was that one? Uh, I wasn't the lead on that, but I, no, I was. I was one of the first sets I worked on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, excellent sets, by the way. Conspiracy was my favorite set. Oh, um, oh thank you. So, um, yeah, we've all been playing card games for a really, really long time, and um, in the past, like fifteen odd years of playing card games, uh, this is the first time I have been able to like experience a card game. A, like in tangent with someone because Hearthstone has nothing like that. Commander in Magic the Gathering doesn't quite get that same experience. This is like th- the perfect game mode. Like I like no no word of a lie. I I love Duo Q so much. <laughs> I will pass those compliments along. Uh, Mark Sassenrath <laughs> was the uh, lead designer for the mode, so I will pass your compliments right along to him. And, 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 so, and say to him if they do end up having a ranked mode, look out for the names Lan Up and Janky because yeah, 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 we, yeah. we will be the duo team which ends up taking everything. So. But we're here today to talk about Lab of Legends. Yes, and the changes you have made to Lab of Legends as of recently. And the thing that I want to know is where does the inspiration for what was the what was the uh, headspace that you were in when it came to making Lab of Legends? Because it's freaking brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, thank you. Um, so it actually had a kind of um, very... Uh, um, the, the origin space was actually thinking about, um, like, power progression. And that they're really... One of the, one of the things we love about the, the, the base game of lore is um, the really high card access that, that players have. But there's been a bunch of things that are kind of like knock-on consequences of that. And one of them is like, we, you know, kind of have to have a certain like flat power level. Players accumulate the cards quickly. So you don't ever really get that experience um, that you might in another card game of like, oh, my, my deck started with weak cards and I slowly got to slot in stronger ones. And we were talking about, you know, how to, how to create kind of like a power fantasy where the player can 
walk through the experience and you know feel more powerful the further they get into it and kind of uh from there got thinking about roguelike games that do that in like you know a really quick um loop and uh thinking about some of the tools we would have available to us and doing that stickers is something we uh sorry what what um is called items in the game uh and we we, we have always called stickers because they've been a concept <laughs> that have been floating around in co uh, conversations about modes for, since since before the game launched um oh wow yeah, they were they were in the original pitch for expeditions, but more as like a mutator where like, what if sometimes okay. instead of getting a card in one region, it shows up in a different region and you get like kind of a novel experience that way. Mm -hmm. And so that's what really got us started. And then from there, it was a lot of iteration on, you know, what parts are working, what parts aren't working. And I should also acknowledge... Um, the climb the mountain experience uh, that came before that was the first attempt at single player. Um, that was the you're picking Leona and Diana and you're fighting. Yes, your way. yeah, I remember that. Yes. And so that actually built a lot of the tools we needed to to have a single player. They they used a bunch of the the same ideas, the the powers and things, but the stickers were really one that let us create this kind of like um, it, it simultaneously gave us this granularity that like. I could, I could have Garen, or I could have the cooler Garen that <laughs> yeah. got plus two, plus two, or something, or suddenly as elusive and is a different. That recontextualizes the experience, and not only is it more powerful, but now I have this really unique thing that like sent me on a totally different path than the one I was expecting to go on, and so a lot of it then was just building up from there, um, and yeah, it's it's been really really exciting how immediately players were responding to it and uh taking to the mode because i it was it was again one of these little experiments that we weren't quite sure what we were going to do with and so it's been very very nice seeing players so excited about it i mean it's, it's a really great mode you've done a fantastic job like with it it's, it's, it's so oh, fun to you. play as well that's, that's what makes it good um what i was which, one of my questions was going to be so what goes into whatever you so obviously you added new champions in mm -hmm. and you added a bunch of new powers as well like a, that you can get in between um the different regions uh what goes into like the design when you're designing a new power for it like in terms of like yeah so this might um this is going to be pulling back the curtain a little bit but um when we were first when we did the initial release we actually went through and kind of very roughly match some of the powers to champions to right. make sure they they all were supported decently well by the mode and you could have something that you could be excited about um, among the powers we um in the the first patch we where we added the difficulty levels and talia we we didn't do that with talia and kind <laughs> of regretted it yeah. when <laughs> she struggled through the mode so uh, with the most recent one we again kind of um you know we we want them to be generally useful so we tend not to make them very narrowly targeted at only one deck that you know then others wouldn't be excited about them but we we still want to make sure if we're going to have a landmark champ that we've got some landmark based powers to support them. And, you know, there's things that they can be excited to find among, among the powers. So that was actually a lot of the motivation with the individual powers. Nice. And I would just like to just add on to that thing when you're talking about the things that you've added, the free re-rolls for the first one. Thank <laughs> you so much. The amount of times when I would go and go, oh no, these powers work. I must, I, but, but I don't want to use one of my re-rolls quickly. <laughs> End run, start run again. So thank I, you for that. I did not tell you how many times <laughs> I have heard Talia say her line about the tapestry. <laughs> <laughs> like, but like when when I was when I was trying to complete a uh, heroic with Talia and I was rerolling over and over again. But that's that's just like um proof of like concepts that you guys are so like in tune to what the players are doing with your game mode. Like that's just a like a tiny change, a little detail that shows that you know our headspace as players. Cer certainly we do a lot of paying attention to players and i'd seen a lot of requests for uh let us just choose the first power let us you know uh and I, there, there's a part of me that feels so mixed about it because i'm like oh i think part of the fun of the mode is you know sometimes you get something that you're not expecting but 
boy, those like higher difficulty <laughs> levels get really tough. So it makes sense that people are we're doing a lot of rerolling. And uh, just this last week, we were looking at the data from it, and wow, there was a lot <laughs> of rerolling going on. Uh, and you see, like the you know. Um, the graph of, of the behavior and then it plummets with the last one uh, with the release. So certainly it is getting, it is getting used. And yeah, I I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy with the result. I think it's something, you know, as we look at the mode longer term, um, what exactly we do with uh, kind of the starting power and those things that like you have easy access to like that, because obviously there's still like, you know, it, it can take a while if you're looking for one thing to sit there and like click the reroll button but I also like that it's not overwhelming you with like, here's 35 choices or whatever. You know, if you're the new person, that's pretty overwhelming. So I, I think there's a little bit of a balancing act to that um, that we'll we'll see as we continue to to iterate with the mode. I think that you've got the balance perfect because what it allows is like, a, yeah, sure, it's going to take a little while uh, to find the power that you want to start off with, but it's a lot less time than having to continuously, okay, can't find it, end run, start run <laughs> uh-huh. again, hear, uh-huh. hear voice line again. <laughs> start, like, um, it's a lot more quicker, like I said. Also, it allows people who just want to go, you know what? I want to go for a challenge. I'm not going to use the free re-roll. I'm going to go, <laughs> I'm going to go at this with whatever you give me. So it opens, it allows both forms of play. And that's what I like about that. Like keeping it as it is, actually it's quite nice. Uh, no doubt you know that that people have been um like speed running lab of legends and i know there's like there's there's speed run categories where people are using no rerolls at all so so if they were offered all 35 or whatever like you said um options at the start it would it would take away from that a little bit uh so yeah i i also like where it is now i i'm actually excited to hear more about the speed run community it's one i'm aware is going on but i don't know the details of how they're doing it i'll mm-hmm. i'll say the challenge that i give myself is whenever I get a champ power, I have to put it on my starter champ. I'm, I'm not allowed to cheat and, you know, not, you know, ignore Zillion or something. Exactly. That power's got to go yeah. on it, him. It's his run. It's Zillion's run. Exactly. Zillion will be my I, main I, I, champ. I can't just win every lap of Legends with a 3-3 three, three Zoe. I have to. Like... <laughs> yeah. But uh, speaking, speaking of that, obviously, speaking of, of Zillion and whatnot, because... It's one of those things where every single time when I pick Zillion, I'm like, I want to, I want to use his time bombs. I want to get that four, mm, the extra mm-hmm, bit of mm-hmm. putting four in. But I know the second I get to scars, things mm-hmm, are gonna go mm-hmm. terribly wrong for me. So, what I was wondering is, is there any fault in the future for changing up some of the bosses, like making it so? Because obviously, I know that we've got like Shadow Isles, Freljord, and PNZ. But is there any kind of thing whereby in the future, or maybe like, I mean, yeah, again, if you can't say this. Don't say it, but is there any fault in the future of maybe doing it so that each run is different, have a few champions from like each region and with like their mm-hmm. uh, respective followers, and it kind of randomly assigns them so you don't know who you're going to be up against until you go in there? Because although it is fun beating the hell out of Victor, I think <laughs> he's, take, he's taken a lot. <laughs> yeah, poor Victor. Won't someone think of him? Um, so uh, what I can say is that we, we are dedicated to the mode. Um, so far, we've been doing uh, pretty small updates to it. You know, we've been adding yeah. more champs and a little bit more content, but um, we we are dedicated to it more broadly. So there will be there is some bigger experimentation going on behind the scenes. Nice. Nice. <laughs> no, wait, wait. Yeah, oh, sorry. sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you, you go, buddy, Bo. No, 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 no. Please, after you. Okay. Well, all I was going to say was in the initial decision, what what made you choose Frash, Sejuani, and Victor out of curiosity? That's a great question. Um, that is That is a really great question. <laughs> I need to... Rewind my brain back to um, <laughs> why did we choose these? <laughs> so uh, we were we were trying to to look at champs that could kind of we, we so so we were doing uh, to be to be honest we were doing a lot of like um, exploration of just like what makes a good enemy power um, right. and we we were trying there that that actually is is one of the reason you don't see um, more variety in there initially is. Um, it turned out to be very difficult. We, we tried a lot of powers that were 
uh, overwhelming in one way or another. We had like a University of Piltover in there for for a little while where oh, it was nice. just like completely nice. chaotic. Um, which was really fun, but like really frustrating when they just spike things that you don't expect to see, and yeah, suddenly I can um, imagine that. <laughs> Did that later turn into the hex core then? Uh, exactly. Yeah, that yeah, it was yeah, that yeah. one exactly. Um, and uh, there was there are a lot of variations on Thresh that we went through, but it was kind of just picking a combination of like who seemed like a decent villain to kind of be fighting against. We didn't want to do uh, faces of like. You know, probably you shouldn't be beating up against Lux if it's a AI um, or or someone else like that. So so we we wanted um, characters who could who could uh, match with a good power uh, uh, that would be pretty interesting for them. Uh, I'm trying to think if we did big variations on any of the champs. Oh yeah, Callista was in there before Thresh for a while, and uh, she had a really tricky play pattern where uh, half the time she would be um, Callista would come out and do nothing. Should just be in there as like you know almost a vanilla uh, body, um, and then half the time she would get into that state where you know she's completely protecting herself. And so we didn't like the swinginess of that. So it was kind of nice that Thresh is relatively like simple as far as a champ goes. Um, mm, yeah. But yeah, there was a little bit of experimentation like that. But but largely we we honed in on those particular champs. Um, uh, pretty quick, even while we were really moving back and forth on their powers. And I'll, I'll say Victor, for for a long time, had, uh, in addition to, to his current text, it was uh, when you summon an ally, uh, give them a random, grant them a random keyword. Oh. So also on top of that, um, he had these giant bodies that were coming out very quick. And so I, I know there's a little bit of a meme of him him being weaker than the two before him, but at that point he was just a smashing because he'd be dropping these five fives very aggressively and uh, overwhelming you quick. And, and I, I'm happy that we found a, a balance point for him where you know you you need to think about him and but he's not um... armed armed gearhand or is that his name armed gear gearhead something? yeah 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 would be a one cost four four that's it's <laughs> like that. <laughs> Drops with Scout or something. <laughs> yes. You can see the problem with that immediately. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, are, are there any other um, iterations of, like, the, the game mode that we never got to see? Uh, is, is there other stuff you can tell us about that? Like, um, going through the, the design phases, like, what stuff never made it to life? That's the... Hmm. Let me think through... Or what, what you can remember. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's often we have such long lead times with sets and things that, you know, I'm pulling my mind back two years or something. This was, you know, just uh, end of 20, uh, 2020. And I'm like, what What else did we do there? Yeah, I mean, other stuff did happen in that year. That is fair. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you can't be, yeah, I think, I think a um, lot of our minds can't cast ourselves back that easily then. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think the the other element that we had explored a little bit is um, some layers of like meta progression um, of like what if some of the things stick around run to run, and you're you're able to then match that with um, the higher difficulty levels uh, to you know now you are more equipped to take on the next difficulty level because you've gotten bonuses that persist. Um, that's uh, that was a pretty fun idea that's um, that was being explored. Um, but we, you know, with the initial launch, we didn't weren't able to fit the additional difficulty levels in there. And um, I, I've really enjoyed those. That was all. Um, Xian Li is the other designer who who works with me uh, a lot on on the mode, oh, nice. and uh, she really owned that release and uh, put in those additional difficulty levels. So. You can you can blame her for uh, foundry and those round ones where you're getting smashed for, or I guess round twos where you're getting smashed for. When Von Yip drops something like all of these Jerry bots come out and we're doing Jerry rigs, and uh-huh. like, like, okay, well I'm done. <laughs> you, know, you know that scene in like um in like Western movies where like the cowboy goes to the bar <laughs> and like the mu- the music stops and like. <laughs> I was doing my first heroic run ever, and I, I was pretty confident the bosses weren't that difficult. And then Von Yip appears on turn one, and I, <laughs> like, they used their one cost and their zero cost. Uh-huh. And the board is completely full, and it, it felt like the, the record just scratched. <laughs> 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 
And then next round, it was hybrid. And I was like, I've never seen Victor's uh, unit. I don't know what he starts with. I've never made it that far. <laughs> yeah, those those final levels are tough. That was actually another one that required some iteration was uh, for a while, the, the top level, um, it started with one extra mana. Uh, however, we had gotten a bug put into that, that accidentally had gotten um, put into the AI during that time where it was very conservative with playing its cards, essentially. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we'd done a lot of testing, mainly Shion had done a lot of testing with um, that, that highest difficulty level, and we thought we'd gotten it to a good part, uh, good point. And then the um, uh, engineer said, oh, we fixed this bug with the AI, and it was devastatingly <laughs> difficult. And like uh, it was just like soul-crushing how uh, how strong it was once it wasn't didn't have this weird you know effectively the AI thought like oh I want to save my mana whenever I can and so you know it really was slow in, in doing things and then um, uh, we, we yeah we had everything. to do a last minute switcheroo with with its power at the top level um, because yeah so it was just too, too much. instead of banking my spell mana I played a one mana four four <laughs> yeah yeah exactly so it was like it was wasn't it. Gandhi in one of the civilization games who when he was on like the hardest oh, difficulty yeah. he would like, he would just go to maximum aggression or something and just yeah, like yeah, yeah. Yeah. there was Gandhi some bug where declare, declare it, nuclear war I think it was some bug where it looped around peaceful all the way to warlike again or something like yeah, that yeah because yeah. when he got on he went minus one but well because he was on the lowest it went to the maximum which was ten and so mm-hmm. it just instantly just came at you in the end Aggression mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on full. I can't. I can't wait for when you add the power. Just in, it's ba- basically like the power uh-huh. that is lost riches of uh, <laughs> just, just shuffle. Just at the start of the game, shuffle some treasures, like two treasures, or, or even one treasure. <laughs> into, oh, that, that's the power that I'm looking forward to. That's the, like when if that eventually comes. Fill <laughs> fill your deck with treasures. Sure. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you one that didn't work out. Uh, that we we were doing. Kind of a little bit for Zillion was um, sh- every round shuffle an epic into your deck, and uh, it it sounds really cool. And like you'd get all, we expected all this variety and things, and then um, it dilutes your stickered cards, and you're getting sometimes you're getting just weirdo things that like show up, Size and so yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. Shadow you flare use. or whatever. It is. Yep. yep. <laughs> Um, yeah, there, there's a there's a lot of weird epics in, in LOR. <laughs> yeah, uh, so that that was one that I was excited about and was very sad when that didn't uh, work out. But um, yeah, that that's actually one we've we've gone through a lot of powers that have gotten cut over time. In the like the the game's history, you were talking about how like there's um, been occasions where you've like added stuff to the game and then it's like been taken out or. I, I don't know if you're okay to answer this, but is there any stuff that's been added to the game and is currently live that you regret being there? Like, is is there is there anything about the game mode you, that, that as is right now that you don't really like? Um, that's an interesting question. So I'll I'll, I'll tell you one that's like a, a challenge um, that we've been dealing with. I don't know quite that it's something I I don't like, but it's something um, as we look toward the future, we're going to need to deal with. Um, that right now there's a lot that points you to play more aggressively. Um, the some of that's on the difficulty levels of like things things like Foundry and these these encounters that you have to play through that have just like incredible out the gate pressure. But also uh, stickers as a system just naturally lends itself towards uh, putting them on smaller cards. Um, or sorry, uh, lower cost cards. So like, you know, a, a one drop with a plus two, plus two sticker is probably doubling its power. Um, get, getting that plus two, plus two on Zoe is just like, you know, okay, now now you've got this like um, uh, hammer. Um, but if you put a plus two, plus two on say Aurelian Soul, like that's a drop in the bucket. Um, and so uh, I think long-term, something we have to figure out how to deal with is... Uh, how do we make slower champs more viable? We've started uh, experimenting, I'd say, a little bit with some of the powers in the latest release. You saw things like the um, the Frostbite power that's a, a pretty strong one that 
you know, naturally lends itself to going into a little bit of a longer game. Um, but the sticker system, I think, like, the a challenge to it generally is that um, how much it, like, pushes you in an aggro direction. And I think that's something that, like, as we want to incorporate more champions and more variety of experiences, we're going to need to come up with a solve for um, to, to prevent it from, you know, uh, everything, you know, kind of converges on get as many stickers on Zoe as you can and yeah. uh, win as fast as possible. The power just, you just add a power to the game, which simply says all of your five plus cards, which all of your five plus cards now mm-hmm. just cost five. Uh, oh, that... don't. <laughs> oh, you... you're making reference to you've just given me PTSD. <laughs> oh, that was the worst time in Hearthstone's history, please. <laughs> yeah, oh. I, I remember those days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now I can see which pre rework. That's the one. Good lord. But if you're, you know, if it's something you only have access to and your opponent doesn't, true, true, that's, that's... <laughs> that does change what's uh, what's fun. That's that's actually been one of the parts that's been a, a joy for me in, in making um, working on some of the powers and things is you don't, you know, so much of the work of cards goes into like what is what is the interesting counterplay here? Is this too complex? If it's across the table, you know, how do we create these interesting dynamics and like. The AI exists to be beat up. So, uh, you know, if if we do something like the uh, whenever you summon a five plus power unit, it strikes the weakest enemy. There's not even like the skill pog in the middle to like give them a response window. It just happens like those. Those are delightful to be able to do because, you know, the AI exists to get beaten and um, to be an interesting opponent, but you don't need to think about counterplay to every single uh, thing that you're making. So that's that's been a really fun part of, of working on the game mode. Yeah, in, in single player, you don't have to worry about one player leaving the experience upset. Like, um, well, one you only well, we have don't to we don't know what the computer player. feels. Well, I, we <laughs> can have a pretty good we have a pretty good insight. <laughs> We just need it to start emoting at you that it's um that would be brilliant. If, why if, why if, did if, they program me to make me feel pain? If, <laughs> if if the if the AI starts emoting like responsibly to my emotes, uh that that would be perfect. If if that was an actual feature, oh oh golly, that would that would double the experience. Uh, M- Mel Lee, who's another designer who who works on the mode a, a little bit, uh, describes like good enemy design is theater that. You, you want them to seem scary, you want them to do all these threatening things, but also you want the player to have the ability to overcome the things that they're doing. And so um, I just, I, I've liked that a lot as a philosophy uh, for mm-hmm. this, because yeah, you, you don't need to, they don't need to play fair, but uh, some of the time the best ones are when it looks really scary, but also you've given them like some weakness that the player can exploit or like, like the Thresh Power I think is is a good one where um, we, in the first design for that, um, the chain of units that it could summon went all the way up to um, uh, to um, eight or nine mana, and it got Commander Lidros, and that was uh, you really needed to learn to like you know stop the stop the chain as it went, but also like it would kill its own thresh along the way. And and we were like, no, this is this is not fun. You have to like race this. Uh, let's let's just lead this up to Thresh. You still get the fun of like breaking it. And I've seen players at times say like, hey, this could be more synergistic and like take advantage of this um, landmark better. And I'm like, no, that's not the point. The point <laughs> is the landmark is free. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's free, and also like you know the role the AI plays here is being a good opponent. It's not trying to maximize its win rate. Yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah. I mean, calling it theater is a is a is a good way of, of looking at it. I like that in on when balancing cards for ladder, etc. Like, um, the 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 example I would probably use is like karma or something. Like when mm-hmm. karma reaches enlightened and you're casting all your spells and they're going off twice, it's one of the like the the most mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. exciting play experiences for the person on the karma side and one of the most monotonous experiences for the people having to watch you play the game. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. But uh, removing that, that aspect uh, must make card, must make d- uh, design a little more freeing. 
yeah yeah certainly there it's it's really satisfying being able to like embrace like what are fun things to do on your side that the opponent wouldn't want to sit through and what do we can we remove as things that the opponent could do that you now no longer need to deal with so yeah that's that's been very satisfying so uh as as the um as the game mode like extends into the future you, you say you've got so uh we we have like the the three labs that are rotating right uh, mm -hmm. is, is Lab of Legends, like, evergreen? Is it going to stay as we go through the rotations? Um, is that, for, is the right for the foreseeable yeah. future. Um, okay. It's, it's um, I, I don't know, long, long term. The, the, the two things I can say are, um, we are we're very dedicated to, like, having PvE single player um, and doing more experimentation there. Um, and for right now, yeah, Lab of Legends is is the test bed for all of those things. I, I, I'm in the position right now where I'm like looking at the at the labs and and there's the, the three rotating labs and two of them are like my favorite game modes right now. And I'm just <laughs> I'm sitting here butt clenched, like hoping that it doesn't rotate too much. Yeah. Uh, and I'll say I love Earth mode, so that's that's yeah, one yeah, I'm yeah. happy to play all day long. Just give me that maximum variance. Earth is like medicine for tilt. It's like the the, the Earth <laughs> the Earth mode is like if you take if you take tilt to like its natural end state and just like nothing matters anymore and it's only high rolls like you can't get mad about your opponent's high rolling in a game mode designed to high roll it's like it, it's like the ultimate tilt medicine five minutes of earth of earth and you're ready to go back on letter <laughs> yeah, Wes? yes sorry <laughs> so, uh, so, so yeah again we're getting back getting back to lab of legends so we saw you add new champions to the mode. Mm -hmm. What what is the process in terms of like how do you decide like which champions to add next? Like what what is like a or do you, like so I'm guessing you might even already know who the next ones are going to be after this. But what like what is it that makes you like, okay right? So we're going to choose Fizz, Lissandra, and like what is the thing that goes yeah. after choosing those? So um. So, so some of them were easy because we wanted to get the new champs in the mode and kind of get the latest hotness in there. Right. Um, <laughs> and uh, then we we were trying with the rest of it to roughly remain uh, like keep some degree of balance between the different regions, and um, uh, for the different regions for the starter champs, just to have that level of variety. Uh, and then then there's a few champs that like we know are going to be trickier to add to the mode. So, you know, uh, Nautilus would be a pretty tricky starting champ, for example, because yeah. he cares so much about deck size and the fact that it changes in the course of your run really, you know, would um, affect that experience pretty heavily. Um, so so there's a few like that that we're trying to dodge. And then, then after that, it's a little bit of a matter of, like, does this bring a unique gameplay that we we think we could do a good job with um you know fizz we we've had you know the heimer kind of um spell deck before but actually the fizz you know playing like where where heimer wants you know expensive spells fizz wants very cheap bursty spells and so um we were excited to kind of uh, explore that direction instead and and so it's it's kind of a mix of having some hard constraints that you're working with, like the regions, um, and then some that are kind of looking at what remains from the options and saying, like, okay, this this would be fun for us to do. But Lissandra was kind of that where I think we could have put Trundle in the mode as well, but we've we've done champs that kind of have the shape of Trundle, uh, where Lissandra was actually like, oh, okay, she's she's doing something very different than we've done before. Um, let's see if we can make something like this work more like a control deck work in the mode. Um, and so, you know, it, it's a mix mix of constraints. I think like over time, we're going to need to learn how to do some of the weirdos, how to get, how to get <laughs> Nautilus into the mode or Maokai into the mode or uh, Fiora. I'm kind of terrified at like how... how... <laughs> oh, Fiora in there. Because uh, <laughs> if the AI can... It's it's both unsatisfying if the AI doesn't play around her, and unsatisfying if it does. So uh, yeah. we'll need to figure that out. But um, yeah, yeah, it's just a, a mix of hard constraints and soft constraints, and and figuring out like what what looks fun. 
So would you say as the game mode, t so so as as the game mode tends towards infinity, you you want there to be like a one to one match between champions of the game and champions in. I, I won't go that far. Uh, no. What uh, what I will say is uh, when we selected the initial champs, we were thinking of ones that would have like maximum flexibility for the mode. And we thought th that was going to be the sweet spot. Let's not get more niche champs in there. And then um, we, as we've done more releases, um, the producers kind of said like, yeah, why don't let's, let's get the, the newest champs in here. Um, and uh, you know, we figured out how to handle more champs than we, we could before. So like over time, I think the mode can accommodate more champions. Uh, I'm hesitant to say every champion will end up in there. Um, Cause you know, we, we haven't tried it yet with Fiora. So I don't know <laughs> yeah. if that's uh, going to be like an incredible constraint. Um, but, um, but there's certainly we want <laughs> What's that? But, but those oh, cool icons, never those cool icons, like icons. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I really don't want to also say it won't happen. <laughs> yeah, no, I can understand. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I can understand. Yeah. yeah. Um. Cur currently, I would, I can't say one way or the other what the yeah, what the yeah. that looks like long term. But thank you for. I know that I'm guessing that Hyama was one of the first choices, not only because he's got a very interesting playstyle, but because he is. The face of labs in terms of <laughs> the whole thing is it's Heimer's labs thing. So thank you so much because as somebody who loves playing Heimer decks, like it's one like he's like my main in terms of decks. I'm like, I always have to build a new home deck. That icon of his goggles has been my icon. <laughs> Second that labs became a thing, finished it, got it, equipped it, never unequipped it. And he was the first one. The second that you guys included difficulties, I was like. I'm beat. Like I'm, I'm not going to touch all the other champions uh -huh. until Heimer has hit this legendary. It damn well he did. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he's a challenging champ to, to win with at times. So, <laughs> oh, if you know what you're doing with the man, <laughs> <laughs> an expert of the order. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Honestly, yes. Yeah, so, so thank you for that because that is my icon has been the best for ages. So thank you. Well, Rob, Rob Brown did all of the icons for the game. He is a he is a fantastic artist who's been with the game for a while, and uh, so it, all all his doing. Well, e wait, every icon for the game mode, or every icon? Oh for the no, game. Well, every no, every icon for the game mode. He's okay, been, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, to yeah, say. yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a there's a lot of artists in the the game yeah, at large. Mo, yeah. Um, he is, he is just a concept artist who has been with the game since uh, at least as long as I've been here. Yeah. Yeah. So it's still very fair. All, all of the artists on the like the game looks beautiful. Like mm -hmm. just mm -hmm. the artwork, but not only that, even the animations as well that mm -hmm. happen. Like all look amazing. So honestly, the team does a fantastic job. Um, just want yeah, just want to throw that out there. Just let you know. <laughs> it's I'll say it's one of my favorite parts as a designer is you know, um, especially working working on cards. Um, You've you've dealt with things where like it has a goofy um, play playtest name and you're dealing with it without any art for a long time and then suddenly like these these sketches will will come in and the, then the card will have art and like you know this thing that feels so abstract to be working on suddenly like oh it, it's it's real now and someone's made it beautiful this goofy concept that we we did now suddenly has you know. This this very buff squirrel um, in the art <laughs> world, and you made that good, real. That's a good question. Is there any cards that you've worked on in design, like in terms mm. you just you've just seen the name, you've had to work on them? Is there any cards where when the artwork or the voice lines have come in, you were just like, oh, I was not expecting that. Oh, I mean, uh, Squirrel Squirrel is one that prominently did that for me when I was not expecting that that concept. Um, or Boxtopus is probably the other one I was going to say Boxtopus with the air punch Pablo. I was going to say the voice line. Second, it hits us. I'm like, God, where's this yeah. come from? <laughs> yeah, that, the, those ones were just delightful. I mean, I, I love the playfulness of the, the narrative yeah. and the art teams that they can deliver on bizarre goofy concepts like that and and make it seem part of this world yeah after, after like having a history of working with paper like paper card games it, it must be such a culture shock working with legends of runeterra and having your like the cards that are designed come so much more to life than they would in any mm, other game mm. oh yeah i mean uh, having the vo and everything uh to like yeah i mean so, so much of it 
like like I was saying is like you're as a designer you are working with them largely as kind of these abstract entities but um having the the champs and the whole their history and their stories and then introducing these new characters you get you know emotional resonance to things that otherwise might be kind of abstract mechanical um cards and so like having that be able to breathe life into these these things is just absolutely a, a delight as a designer one of the the, the the big pulls to the game for me is like mm. just how alive it is it's um mm-hmm. like mtga could never could never <laughs> um I, I was thinking about this actually the other day as I was playing um, just just um, over the weekend and um, had had the game on mute and I was like, oh, I, I need to turn the sound on just to get that sense of like, you know, the characters interacting and things like I, I was missing that um, as I as I was playing it there with no sound on. If Boxtopus isn't shouting profanities at me, <laughs> I <laughs> How am I meant to know that I'm a wee scruff? <laughs> but yes, I was going to say, literally, such a fantastic job on that. And that's the reason why, like, I know that Janky comes from a very similar thing to me in terms of the fact that I played Hearthstone for like five years. And second that I picked this up in open beta, I've not actually opened Hearthstone again since I just fell in love with the game the artwork the actual way that the game works in terms of the fact that you get to have like reaction to what you like as your mm. opponent's playing a card immediately being able to react to that and just the whole game just it, it feels so nicely polished and true it's been a while since since open beta and so we're getting obviously like as the new cards and the team gets like a mm-hmm. better at doing things we're getting better animations and whatnot and there's mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. animations which maybe might be a, a little bit of love from the past in terms mm-hmm. of when you'll see some of these like amazing things happen and then you just see Timo just waddle around you saying earlier that uh, Lab of Legends like came to be as like a, a side effect of you wanting the players to have a, a experience of progression because mm-hmm. most players get a full collection like almost immediately is like the definition of suffering from success and just coming from coming <laughs> coming from Hearthstone and Magic the Gathering and any really of any other card game really uh, and like experiencing legends of runeterra and its free-to-play model and like the necessity the, like the fact that the, the, there was a necessity to make an entire game mode to 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 counteract just how free-to-play friendly <laughs> the game is, is is crazy to me that, that's 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 a really fun tidbit oh well thank you um it's it, it's i've been delighted to work on the mode so it is um yeah but i i know what you mean there's there's a lot of things from some of that core dna of of what legends of runeterra is and especially like the the high access model that have had some interesting knock-on effects of like okay now we're designing for a flatter power level because you know it's not inherently about chasing after the epics or something like that and so um and like oh actually it's a challenge to design for this flatter power level and i'm i'm sure as as i say that people are complaining about the meta or something where, you know, things are more or less powerful right now. But um, yeah, it's, it is, it is nice to, to be freed from some of those constraints. Like I was saying to, to be able to work on this, this game mode. We could talk, we, we could speak the, 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 um, what's the word? Oh, what's the expression? How does the expression go? We could speak the, uh, the, sing, the song of, speak, sing the song of uh, Rune Terror or whatever. Like, when you've got nothing but compliments. What's, what is that expression? <laughs> praises. Sing praises. Spring, yeah, we could sing praises. Those for, are uh, the words. Thanks, thanks very much. Don't uh, worry, anytime. We, we could sing praises to Legends of Rune Terror, like actually all day. Uh, but uh, unless, Gomez, do you have any more questions rego- regarding uh, the well, last the, the, the only one thing that I do want to add is because obviously like, uh, you did mention right at the very beginning uh, a little mm. tiny bit about expedition mode and like how like mm. there's like a little bit of, of that one thing that i would like to like, yeah again i am somebody who loves expedition mode i love like <laughs> every aspect of the situation um what i was gonna say is will there ever be or like is there the possibility of like you know re-rolls just on 
the champions, like, but only three rerolls at the beginning, like, you know, in terms of in the future or just passing that along. To- <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I pass that like down the pipeline. That, 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 that will do. <laughs> Is there a chance? And by that I mean I'm asking you. <laughs> That's the word. Yeah. Have you considered this one specific request? Um, <laughs> That's the one. Um, uh, we haven't really we we've had vague conversations about like what the future of expeditions look like, but no no specific plans like that right that, now. That's fair enough. I can understand. I just love the mode so much. <laughs> <laughs> he just wanted to get that in there before he finished it off. Just... Oh yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I had to. I would have hated yeah. myself if I didn't. So I believe that is us trailing to an end. Indeed. Oh. So, so thank you for being a guest on here as well. Thank you for taking the time out of your day because um, you've got, I'm sure, a very busy schedule and everything like that in front of you. So thank you for taking the time out. Just oh, to... it's absolutely my pleasure. I've I've said this before, um, but it it because there's always such long lead time and you're working, you know, uh, in in secret for a long time. It is actually a delight to be able to come on and talk about tell design stories and things because you know uh, at the end of the day, if I'm feeling like proud of like solving a tricky design problem or something, I can't share that you know with friends. So it's always mm-hmm. nice you know six months later to be able to recount these stories and share them. So so my my absolute pleasure. We, it's yeah it's it, it's it's an honor to have you on and like. I, again it's like no other company would do this like it no other company would like give us the time of day so we really do appreciate you coming on and and re- like representing the 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 company and um like interacting with the community like you do oh thank you I, my pleasure uh go as you want to do the wrap-up or okay well i, I will just say this is like a, yeah again thank you so much to sean and hopefully at maybe one point in the future if he's ever got free time again like I'd, we'd <laughs> love to have you on again to ask like questions obviously like a, in the future we, we'll see what happens with labs and whatnot and if there's any time we'll go we need to ask that man about this. Yeah, well, in, in, in like in six months, eight, or eight months or whatever, yeah. we can recount this podcast and be like, remember when we asked if you do this? And then you <laughs> And uh, I'll get to this... say like, at that time, we were doing X and I yes. had to yeah, 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 bite yeah, my yeah, tongue. Yeah. yeah. But honestly, thank you so much to our guest, Sean. And um, yes, remember, you can catch the Voice of the Odd, which are old ones, Legends of Retire podcast on Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube. I think I've got them all covered, haven't I, Janky? Is there anywhere yeah, else yeah, that we that, are? That, that is the three locations we, you can find us, as Fantastic. well as uh, in sunken ships, in sunken vessels. Uh, if you, like, rub certain pearls, then uh, you can... The you genie can, comes out of the bottle and, and he, yeah. he, he, says, he says the things. Yes. But yes, and also you can catch me and Janky on our own YouTubes and Twitches. The links will be down below. Um, is there any links that you'd like us to put on for you at all, Sean? Like, uh, you don't have to have any if you don't want any, like your your Twitter hand or anything, but do not feel you have to. People are welcome to follow me on Twitter, at Sean Main. Um, but yeah. You know what? I'll do that right now. <laughs> <laughs> You're not already following the man? But honestly, yes. I think I, might, I, think I actually am. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of photos of my cats and yeah, excellent <laughs> random <laughs> posts from my own runs of lab legends no i mean two figures some of them are crazy so check that out people if you haven't already but thank you so much for listening hopefully catch you on the next one and until next time goodbye goodbye <laughs>